Hello and welcome to this latest ISIS podcast where we're looking at uh, what's been happening in the world of energy in Europe this past week. My name is Miriam Sears, I am the news editor here in, in London at our energy team and I've got with me today Jack Elliott who is our uh, expert on EU gas regulations. Good morning Miriam. Um, today I'm going to be quizzing Jack about um, the developments that have happened most recently in the EU regulatory sector for gas. There's been a, uh, a meeting this week organised by uh, the umbrella bodies for energy regulators and energy TSOs in Europe, focusing specifically about the balancing gas network code and, and Jack was listening in on, on that meeting on Wednesday and there were some interesting comments from uh, National Grid on uh, how their kind of line pack uh, imbalances has evolved over the past few years. So Jack, before uh, you, we kind of start talking about what's happened with National Grid over the past few years, can you just give us a really quick explanation? What is line pack? Okay, so forecast line pack uh, represents the amount of gas that National Grid expects to be in the system in the gas day, both in terms of supply and demand. Mm -hmm. So if National Grid expects supply to outweigh demand, then line pack is long. And if grid expects uh, demand to outweigh supply, then line pack is short. And with that in mind, what what has National Grid been saying, uh, or what were they saying on Wednesday? So they kind of presented an analysis of their predicted line pack at the start of the gas day. So we call opening line pack is the prediction of supply and demand at 0500 London time. Mm -hmm. And what they've shown is over the last few years, there's been a trend of a greater predicted imbalance of supply and demand at the start of trade. So Whereas perhaps in 2011, 2012, we would expect supply or demand to be imbalanced by about 5 or 10 million cubic meters. We're now quite routinely seeing that the predicted supply or demand imbalance is between maybe 20 or even as much as 30 million cubic meters a day, either where there's going to be expected excess supply or more demand than the available supply expected at the start of trade. Okay, and I guess uh, it, it may be indirectly related to the network code on gas balancing, um, which is all to do with harmonising the ways that uh, TSOs throughout Europe um, manage to keep their systems in balance throughout the day. Speaking of network codes, uh, you've been doing a, a bit of research on uh, whether there's been any enforcement action taken on countries that have yet to uh, to really comply with gas network codes that have been enforced for a few years now. Um, so, so tell us a bit about about that. What have you been finding out there? Sure. So, a few people within the industry had observed that no enforcement actions yet been taken as a direct result of member states' failure to comply with requirements under the network codes. Mm. So a kind of look through the EU's enforcement or infringement proceedings database shows that there's been no direct action taken as a result of failure to comply with the network codes. Um, and the Commission themselves, while not confirming this, uh, have, and neither did they deny it. So mm. it seems that up until this point, there's been no enforcement action. Mm. Also, in uh, ACER's most recent report on the implementation of the balancing network codes, they themselves said that it, enforcement action may be part, may be necessary mm. in the coming years, which sort of okay. tacitly suggests that it hasn't taken place yet. Yeah, sure. 
And I guess uh, complying with the gas network codes is going to be a major part of making sure that uh, a single energy market is created in the EU, uh, working towards that that's all-encompassing goal of the third energy package that that um, the EU has. Uh, so I guess going forward, um, do you think that the EU should be getting tougher on compliance of these network codes? Yeah, it's a difficult question because the, the problem is the enormous complexity and technicality of the codes uh, and also, you know, who do you enforce against and, and what does that enforcement action look like? You know, because you can have countries such as the Netherlands, which are miles ahead of the curve in terms of implementation when compared to those such as Romania or Hungary, but maybe they don't have, you know, a full daily cash out system for the balancing code as yet in terms of strict accordance with the requirements of mm. the code. Mm. Uh, but then obviously you look at Hungary, they're renationalizing some of the energy assets or Romania are refusing to abolish tariffs. So you certainly couldn't enforce against the Netherlands, but it's Technically speaking, they're not fully compliant with some aspects of the code. So one issue is the technicality. Mm-hmm. Um, however, um, when you have this lack of political will in certain countries to to see the benefits of the codes, when they're seeing them more as obligations rather than opportunities for development, um, you do think unless there can be a sort of meeting in the minds where both sides recognise the legitimacy of the other, it may come become the case that, you know, you're going to have to say, well, this is law and you're not uh, attempting to enact it. So at that stage, things might have to become less cordial. But I think the hope is, in at least the short to medium term, that there can be a change of political will and a sort of harmonised approach to to achieving these goals. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just a little plug for uh, some coverage that we've got coming up. Um, Jack is going to be working on uh, a series of stories looking at where different countries in the EU have uh, kind of gotten up to in terms of implementing balancing rules, which uh, came into force one year ago or just over yeah, one year ago. Yeah, right, um, November 2015. Yeah, keep an eye out for that. And if you want any more information uh, on our coverage here in the energy team, uh, just go to www.isis.com energy. Thanks. Thanks.